Welcome to BTR News. My name is Scotty Reed, and today I am speaking with Kim Malanson of the group Gender Identity Accountability. According to the group's Facebook page, Gender Identity Accountability is a movement to save lives by awareness, lobbying for legislative changes to protect one's right to full disclosure regarding their partner's biological gender. GIA does not promote violence. However, accountability changes actions. Recently, videos resurfaced of the rapper Cardi B admitting the crimes against men she committed in order to so-called survive. And one of the crimes she admitted to committing is rape by deception by using a transsexual person to hurt men whom she suspected of cheating on her. Let's bring on Kim. And before we address Cardi B's comments, Kim, welcome back to BTR News. Thank you for having me, Scotty. I appreciate that. Just to give you a little bit of background drop of what GIA is about, GIA was founded in an effort to start legislative action against individuals who identify as transgender, transsexual, and all at that same time also believing that they have a right to withhold their born gender to a potential partner. So this brings about confusion, it's deception, and it also causes what we know to be a crime, rape by fraud. So with that my son, Dwayne Hickerson, was a victim of a transgender who pretended to be a female. And, and consequently, this led to a situation whereby my son was forced to defend himself against this transgender deception in after an act of sexual assault. Um, my son has now since accepted a plea deal that I might add was a bogus plea deal. And we are in litigation now to um, have this case reopened, reassigned, and and looked at from a different perspective. My son was, he had that that we paid for, and it was ineffective counsel. So the hope is that we start all over from the drawing board and we present facts about the case. And there are so many different facts um, that we are now aware of. Now, when Cardi B's video comments, these were videos she made. I guess she live streamed them. The comments in particular, they made me think of Dewanye Hickerson and, I mean, your son and the group you founded, Gender Identity Accountability. She was driving down the street, recording herself admitting to a heinous crime. Rape is a heinous crime. And so she detailed that. And, and we're going to take a listen to this clip. But I first must warn the listeners that some of the language you're going to hear is not appropriate for children. So if they are in the room, um, please take the time to send them out the room. Okay, let's run these comments. Yo, if a nigga cheat on me, I'm be that guy. I'm going to take him out. We're going to get drunk. I'm going to get him all perked up and everything. We're going to have a good time. Get him super twisted. Then bring a bitch around. We're going to have a threesome. And when he wake up, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because the bitch was a tranny. I'm be like, yup. Yup, we had a threesome with a tranny. Yup. 
Now, Kim, when I saw this video, which has been out for a while now, this is the second time it's been brought up. I missed it the first time. But like I said previously, the first thing I thought about was rape by deception, your son, and the group that you founded. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on what you heard from Cardi B? Well, we, one, actually took from that, um, you know, online post that Cardi B made was that she actually agreed that using a transsexual to engage in what they believe to be a heterosexual act is in fact a crime. She also understands that, so she uses the word that she's going to get back with them by having them have sex with a trans. And of course, that's a derogatory term that she used um, to describe a transsexual. So she understood that it was wrong that it was a rape, that it was a deception. And she used it in an effort to seek revenge against an unsuspecting, unwilling participant that did not give their consent to having a sexual encounter with the opposite, with the same sex. So, I mean, it was very clear, everything you said, that she understood what she was doing was wrong and that she knew one of the ways that you can hurt a heterosexual male is to deceive him and have him have sex with a transsexual person without his knowledge as that might hurt his ego his morale i mean it, it's just she knew all of that everything and kim this you know now i've seen some uh mainstream media coverage of it but they mostly focused on the other videos where she admitted to if a person approached her in the strip club because that's where she started her career. Nothing against strippers or any, you know, body out there uh, making a living. Um, but she said when she was approached to have sex, she didn't say if they offered her money. But we know we know how it is in the streets and what have you. So she said, oh, you want to have sex with me? OK, OK. Get them up in the hotel and then rob them. So that's the only thing I've heard some of the mainstream. I could be wrong. I haven't seen everything everybody's talking about in relation to this, but I'm talking about your mainstream corporate uh, media. They only talked about that aspect of it. Nobody's talking about the rape by deception. And actually following this when it first broke as well, um, a few internet bloggers have caught, uh, shed light on the fact that um, not just from this case alone, but a couple of different little scandals, you know, involving herself and her husband. And she is what is known to the blogger world as uh, a person who pays off bloggers um, sums of cash so that it's not traceable back to her um, to be able to quiet them. Now, a couple of them are not being quiet. They're continuing to air the story and providing receipts and, and really saying that this is something that she has done. She paid us this money, but we're bloggers and we're not going to stop, you know, bringing out this story. Now, we also have to understand Cardi B is at what they consider the prime of her career. She has an album out with Bruno Mars. So uh, from a, from the standpoint of society and record label companies, they are also probably, I would say, in on it to keep this as hush as possible. Now, I'm glad you mentioned the industry because um, just the other day I saw 
commercial for some upcoming award show that she's going to be a part of and probably nominated. I think she just won a Grammy. But now, think about the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement and Harvey Weinstein. When those things started uh, surfacing, allegedly, because he hasn't had a trial yet, but once those things were alleged by different actresses to have happened, I mean, the Academy um, kicked him out. They stripped him of his membership, even though he hasn't been found guilty of anything and, you know, just all kind of punishment uh, from society. But I know we're not seeing the same thing concerning Cardi B. Nobody's taking back any awards or rescinding any awards. And um, they're just, like you said, just mm-hmm. trying to let it blow over because it may cost them some money. So what we're hoping, what we're hoping that will happen is that more men, there is one victim that has come forward to testify that he was the, he has been a victim of a deception by Cardi B. It wasn't the part about engaging in sex with a transsexual, but he was robbed to her room, he said, to watch television, which we know that's probably not true, but that's what he said he was going up there to do. Um, He got drunk and he fell asleep. He said he really didn't think he drank that much, but he fell asleep. So we can just go off of her own words that she drugged men, and this is what she admitted to. She drugged men, and he woke up and found his money, his expensive uh, designer belt, his watch, designer, all of which was gone. I may have seen... And he provided the pictures of... Yeah, he provided pictures... No, there was video. ...of the night in question. Yeah, Kim, but there's video of, video of a victim. Yes, I saw the video someone posted to social media. And um, so, yeah, and, and again, she admitted to all these things. Um, so I'm not a victim of hers. So, you know, we're in a gray area because I do understand that people in, in, let's say, um, depressed communities or oppressed communities and, you know, people are out here struggling to survive, uh, whether it's selling drugs, selling sex, what have you. Um, so I'm not want, I don't want to say I'm calling for her to be put in prison, but I am calling for some kind of accountability. That's up to the victim of how far he wants to take it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I do want to acknowledge some, some of the nuances here, but still though, you know, I, lots of people grew up in the hood and never rob, rape and, and do none of that. And, you know, so I don't want to excuse it, but I do want to also acknowledge that the, the state of the black community, the condition of so much, um, deprivation and, and discrimination that it could create these conditions to where we prey on each other. And, and Cardi B's a part of that. And, and she definitely needs to be held responsible and accountable for her actions because of movements such as the Me Too movement, Kelly movement. Okay, so if we want to argue the point, R. Kelly was not indicted on any of his charges. And, you know, as far as his previous case, right. he still has an open case pending. But we are muting R. Kelly. That's true. Okay, so you're right. She doesn't need to be accepting a Grammy. Um, she doesn't need to be in attendance at any of these award shows that are honoring her. Um, I What I found in just reading and looking at Cardi B over 
this course of her uh, skyrocket to success, which happened very fast. Um, I'm not sure if she has a publicist or a public relations person that really works with her about talking, you know, as far as what she's doing. She's definitely created this genre of people that say they... So because she is a woman, she's been able to get away with saying, hey, this is what I had to do to survive. Whereas if a man said that, he'd be laughed at and said, oh, come on, you don't have to do that to survive. But a woman saying it, it seems to validate it. And people actually made her hear, oh my God, you had to do all of that to come up? You know, so that's where... There is a disconnect between accountability for males versus, you know, females. And it definitely is lacking. And, you know, the last, last thing that I'll say on it for now is that there's another co-conspirator who needs to be revealed. And that is that transsexual person who participated in this rape. Any thoughts? Absolutely. If the transgender does come forward, which at this point, I highly doubt that, because likely with the rash of backlash that Cardi is receiving, because there are bloggers and there are some groups that are staying on top of this, believe it or not, like really vested and interested in how this is going to turn out for her. Because with watching Bill Cosby, you know, being an elderly man, being sent to prison, you know, that he admitted to as well. You know, these are all admissions of their own guilt. People are really watching to see what's going to come out of this. But that transgender, if he comes forward, I will be very, very surprised. Yeah, but I was speaking more in terms if it turns into a criminal investigation, uh, just like Bill Cosby, who you mentioned, you know, he went to prison on a, a uh, over something that happened between him and Andrea Constant, which she says is rape, um, which in the deposition, you know, he admitted to giving her drugs and, and what have you. Um, so, but you still had that Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania County, uh, prosecutor open up a case on him and ultimately got a conviction. So exactly. if, if, if someone opens up a case, I don't recall uh, where these crimes were committed or what jurisdiction uh, in the United States. But if a prosecutor opens up a case, then um, I would imagine that they will be trying to also find out her co-conspirators in this rape. Well, Kim. And I'm also guessing that if the, if the gentleman that came forward already um, has not been, been, you know, what he we call hush money to keep it quiet and to let it go um if he has not and others come forward and he hires one of these celebrity attorneys you know a gloria alred if you will then it will become a case it will become a case well we'll definitely uh be following this story and as i stated before the door is always open to you kim uh please tell people how they can connect with you and the gender identity accountability group that you lead so right now uh gia's web page space um is getting updated to where it's a little bit more intuitive for our users and because of this journey with Dewanye, i've actually learned a lot about the prison system and how it operates so i'm incorporating some things that will help other families that are experiencing um 
having a loved one incarcerated. Um, it, it comes to my attention that a lot of the facilities have these websites that read like college campuses. So if your loved one is going to get this type of training, they can learn to weld so that they can be productive citizens when they come out. And when you delve into the facility itself, none of that is really offered. You know, so it's, it's definitely not true that they are training our loved ones for rehabilitation. Um, we also know about the inhumane conditions that exist in the prison system. So Gia is actually focusing on a couple of endeavors. Um, the mental health of the incarcerated is very important. Um, the idea that 50 to 60 men are left in a 102 degree weather in the summertime and summer is approaching and it's got me very nervous because for the summer there is you know there's a fan that sits in a window that's blowing heat and so it leads to what fighting anxiety the medical care is definitely lacking so it's so much more that I've learned on this journey with my son and that I'm taking on and I've been in contact with several Civil Liberties Union to assist with different things that the prison system, they need reform. Of course, they need to be done away with as a whole, but while they are in operation, there definitely needs to be reform. I'm very vocal with the prison facility that my son is currently housed at. Um, the warden, I don't bother him, but I do call for things like, you know, if, if you, what are you guys doing for this, for this, for that reason? I'm very vocal, and I'm hoping that Gia can get other people involved who want to assist with helping that reform, that whole prison well, reformation. Well, on that issue, on that issue, um, and I'm glad to hear it. As you know, I'm a, a producer of New Abolitionist Radio. And so I would have to ask you, Kim, do, will you all take the same view of the entire system as being a continuation of slavery as stated by the 13th Amendment, which, you know, has an exception clause Absolutely. if you're. Absolutely. I, I do take that view. All right. All right. So I welcome you I, and I welcome, you know, other GEO members to the new abolitionist movement because it's a very uh, serious issue for all the things that you mentioned and, and much more. You know, you talked about, uh, I believe the last time I interviewed you, you know, we talked about the um, um, hundred degree plus heat and the fans and the prisoners being forced to buy fans that ain't going to do nothing but blow, you know, hot air. Um, but I, I know you saw what happened in New York recently where they had no heat during the winter uh, vortex. Yes, and the inmates, believe it or not, those me in, in Chicago, in New York, they were put on work duty and work detail to actually clean snow shovels. Um, they were not wearing what I would consider to be uh, appropriate gear for that type of weather. You know, below 30 degree wind chill, and you have inmates who are not trained to do the work, were made to do the work. There were inmates that were fighting California wildfires. Certainly those inmates are not trained firefighters. Right. So, <laughs> they were fighting fires. Right. So it, it, it's a lot more that I've learned that disgusts me so much every day, you know, and it, it, it's definitely a lot to write down and each infraction, each thing that's happening. I tried to report on the GEO's webpage, 
you can look for Gia on Facebook for now at g.i.a. And um, there is not a question going, but there is just an approval process that I use. I don't look at anything except for the fact that it's a real person because I've had, you know, obviously have a web page, you're going to get people from all over, and I've just had people that didn't have what Gia's goal was, and it wasn't about that they didn't agree with me, it was just that it was taking me to some other level, and at some point, you have to just maintain a little bit of, um, right, right. you know, decorum on the page. Yeah, so, you do have a lot of spammers that join groups and post stuff totally unrelated to the mission of the group. So I certainly understand that process there. Well, Kim, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your day to speak to me about this very important issue of rape by deception. I'm so glad that there is an organization because I can't think of any other organization that's tackling this issue um, legislatively. And so I just want to thank you for that. And also, when you speak to your son, Dewanye, um, please send him the Black Talk Radio Network family uh, love and tell him that we're thinking about him. I will do that. Thank you so much, Scotty. I appreciate it. And I hope to talk to you guys real soon. This has been Scotty Reed reporting, asking you to support independent media and the work of the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project by making a donation today. 